Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and uh, we got a lot of ground to cover, even though we have two hours now from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., Monday through Friday. Uh, it's amazing how it fills up so fast. Uh, there's a lot of things to cover, both locally and nationally, things that we need to weigh in on, things we need to hear from you on as we try to elevate that conversation, divide that rage from the reason, and, and make sure we can connect the dots and make the news make sense. Uh, if you're new to the program, again, we are here now every weekday from 1 to 3 p.m. We're excited to be here and excited to have you along for the ride and for you to help us elevate the conversation, which you can always do on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Now, we know that usually by uh, 105 p.m., Every day, you think you kind of got your handle on the news. You think you got everything figured out. And we're going to help you understand that it's not quite so fast. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So a lot of times we do think we have a handle on things, and that's where we're going to try to go a little deeper with you. We're going to challenge the conventional thinking. We're going to take you behind the scenes. We're going to help you understand what uh, you may not be hearing or seeing and some things that you probably should be looking for that you may not be aware of. Uh, Today we're going to do that on some things inside the United States Senate, and we always do that with our ultimate inside source in Washington, D.C., James Walner uh, from R Street, uh, who is... Forever and ever, the sage of the Senate, uh, he understands it uh, in ways that most people will never, ever get. And uh, James is going to help us break some things down. There was an interesting thing that happened in the news uh, where the parliamentarian in the United States Senate uh, ruled that uh, a ruling that would allow the Democrats to do some things through reconciliation. Usually that's a one shot thing. Uh, James is going to help us understand what that means and what it could mean in terms of policy and the Biden agenda moving forward. James, thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. It's always great to be here. And I understand you're on a skiff in the water. <laughs> well, I, I just got off the skiff. I'll tell you, it sounds 37 in gray skies there. There's not a cloud in the sky here, and it's 81 degrees. So. <laughs> Um, it's a big, fabulous, and diverse country we live in, I suppose. It, it is. And uh, it, we'll, we'll go to, to uh, Daniel Webster, I think, uh, before one of those uh, great debates on the, the Senate uh, said, before we set sail on this, let's do what the Mariner does and at least figure out where we are so we can chart where we <laughs> want to go. So, James, give us the breakdown. What does this ruling by the parliamentarian mean? What does it mean to all of us in terms of what we should be watching policy and agenda-wise moving forward? Well, this is it's pretty significant, and this has never happened before. And I want to take a step back for your listeners and kind of walk them through really quickly. Reconciliation is a special process that allows the Senate to make changes to permanent you know, spending and tax laws 
without having to overcome a filibuster. So that's obviously important in today's uh, day and age with Republicans and Democrats that don't agree on much. Now, the pass a reconciliation bill that doesn't that can't be filibustered. You have to pass a budget resolution. And typically you get one reconciliation kind of package or bill with each budget resolution. And you can only pass one budget resolution a year. Well, tucked into the 1974 Budget Act that created this Byzantine process, this overly complex <laughs> process, because it is the United States Senate. Well, right. Of course, it's going to be confusing. Um, there's, a, there's a section of this law called Section 304. It allows the Senate to go back and revise its budget resolution, in essence, pass a new budget resolution if they change their mind or if economic conditions call for it for whatever reason. And they were arguing, uh, the Democrats in this case, and Majority Leader Chuck Schumer with the parliamentarian, that a revised budget resolution ought to also have another shot at a reconciliation bill. And that's what happened yesterday. The parliamentarian studied the precedents, looked into the crystal ball, you know, made up a <laughs> stew and tried to see what was swimming around on top of it, and ultimately came up to the conclusion that that's right. Um, but this is ultimately unadjudicated precedent. It's never been done before in the United States Senate to, to get another shot at reconciliation. It has been used to revise a budget on one occasion before, but that was not to do another reconciliation bill. So for your listeners, this is really, you know, we're making history here on a, on a daily and weekly basis in the United States Senate. Wow, it's, it's fascinating. I hope there were no, like, frog legs uh, in entreated into this uh what the parliamentarian decided to rule on uh, and so now let's take it to some real practical things so uh in essence what this really allows the senate to do and uh, the senate majority the democrats uh, by virtue of the vice president uh, harris being able to cast a, defi- a deciding vote in a 50 50 uh, tie uh, it allows them to rather than to have to do the normal thing they would which would be get 60 votes uh to move something forward they can just do things with just 50 votes. So as it relates to things like the $2.3 trillion infrastructure proposal, this would allow the Democrats to do that without a single Republican vote. That's correct. And I think to help your listeners kind of unpack the what's happening behind the scenes here, I think the first thing they should take away from this is right now there's a big debate amongst Democrats on whether they should get rid of the filibuster altogether. This effort to revise the first budget resolution and get another shot at reconciliation, that tells me that Democrats don't have the votes to use the nuclear option to get rid of the filibuster. They may in the future, but right now it tells me they don't. Uh, They don't necessarily have plans to use this right now, but I think the fact that they're, they're getting this ruling from the parliamentarian for things like an infrastructure bill, for other pieces of legislation, it allows it, it signals to me, one, they can't get rid of the filibuster, so they need another way. And two, I think it's a way of showing their base, their voters, who want them to take action on things that, see, we are trying, we are going to be able to do some things. And so I think this really gives us an indication moving forward that the Democrats aren't necessarily as united as they appear on the outside on things like procedural questions and and nuking the filibuster and also on substantive questions on the bills that they also would nuke the filibuster for to pass. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. James Walner from Alder Street, uh, thank you so much for getting off the skiff and uh, giving us a little guidance as we try to navigate the waters of the United States Senate. We'll let you get back on the boat. Well, thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. All right. So, th- so there you have it. It's really important to think this thing through because while it sounds like this obscure thing of uh, parliamentarian ruling that you can use reconciliation, that all sounds pretty complicated. 
What it really means is that it will allow the Democrats uh, to to do a infrastructure bill or other bills uh, using this same process that doesn't require any kind of collaboration or any kind of compromise. They can do it strictly along party lines. Uh, and again, uh, many on the Democratic side are saying, OK, this is good. We're moving things forward. Uh, at, but we have to remember the sides always change and there there will be a time when the Republicans will be in power and they will now probably use this same precedent to get a Republican agenda through. Uh, and this is what worries me about the filibuster. This is what worries me about this kind of move in the Senate is it makes it just a majority body. The founders set it up. Uh, different for a reason to slow things down and to force some kind of compromise and discussion. Uh, and we're, we're in the process of losing that. And that's something we should all pay attention to. Think, you know, the news of the day. Think again, always think a little deeper. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, a crucial conversation with the unique foundation. You don't want to miss this. This is important on KSL news radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.